Hi, this is Jay Ossing from Twin Peaks The Return. You're listening to Inspirado Projecto. Mama is blind, 
They said, but she's a good mama, so she's a good breeder. So we kept breeding her, breeding her, breeding her. And they're a bonded pair like Kellen and Mike, so they cannot be part of And they will be available soon. Their foster parents are here, so you can certainly talk to them about their temperament. They're lovely dogs. Cam, we're over here. Oh, there they are. They're fostering those people. Thank you, I just wanted to introduce you to a few of our dogs. Obviously, we have hundreds, and I want to get back to the party, but I just want you to guys know I'm a little bit nervous right now because there's a lot of beautiful people here that are kind, and, and I, just, I just want Carolyn to know that she just did an amazing thing for me. Nobody's ever done anything like this. So, one one last comment. This event is to help raise money for Kim and the amazing work that she does in for Shelter Hope. Every single penny that is raised by every single penny goes directly to Shelter Hope, directly for the mission. So, if you have the opportunity to be generous, be generous every penny. For, for those of you who, who haven't had an opportunity to walk around the property towards the ocean, there are some really, really, really amazing silent auction items. You get the opportunity to save some lives and go home with some really, really cool artifacts. There's an artifact down there with royalty checks that were made payable to John Lennon that John Lennon signed. Where else can you find John Lennon's royalty checks? There's some really, really cool stuff down there. So have a look. And remember, every penny going to charity is going to shelter hope and to floor the community. We would like to have some open donations here. Uh, let's start it off at five thousand. Like to donate some five thousand. Five thousand. Any donations? $5,000. We're here uh, playing a private gig right now for uh, Animal Charity. How about 2000 And, um... $2,000, yeah. yeah. Interesting. Interesting. We can talk that. Charities. Can talk charities. Why not go five? Today is... <clears throat> oh, it's, uh, it's actually Halloween. It's Halloween, my favorite day of the year. I'm not yet dressed up. Going out to uh, Huntington Beach tonight to Capone's. I'm gonna go check out that place. My accountant, Nicole, and I will be going out there. Going up to the, going up to the uh, bus stop now. Gonna head out, head out to uh, Glendale, rent a car. And the rest will be history. 
In fact, in the future, the rest is history. In this case, uh, from this perspective, from this vantage point, as one might say, the rest will be history. Good day. Happy Halloween. That man was that man. Uh, that man in the dumpster was dressed as a homeless man. I'm sure he isn't. If he is, that's all right. So, I had this revelation as I'm walking along. I see these these little scooters. You know, they're all over the place. I love them as much as anybody else does. Some of these people are just bailing on these scooters. They're just like just leaving them there, just laying around. It got me to thinking. Someone who is good at hacking. Uh, so I, I came. I had this idea for a premise. Um, oh, here we are. We got the bus here already. This is fantastic. That was, that was fast. I just arrived, and all of a sudden the bus is here. It's incredible, incredible. Happy Halloween, you're dressed as a bus driver. <laughs> so, I had this idea for someone someone hacking into the scooters. I'm sure there's some way. Someone out there knows how to do it. Hacking into it. Playing around with the... Uh, GPS settings, you know, all the whatever they got there. GPS settings, uh, 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 RFID type stuff, all, all that, all that in, internal razzmatazz stuff that only a true hacker would know. So, I'm imagining they hack into these things, and they, in a sense, are able to see what's going on in the town. This might even work good for like one of those movies, like a. Ooh, a premise. Here's a premise. A series of hackers who decide to use the smart technology within the town for their own good, for their own fate, for their own, you know, to help out society. It's almost like the Robin Hoods. Kind of like Anonymous. Kind of like Anonymous. How they expose a lot of corruption and stuff out there in the world. So maybe these guys are sort of like an anonymous type of group. They hack in all the cameras. They hack into the, the, um, you know, the cameras on the scooters. And because every single one of those things has video footage. Could you imagine looking at all the video footage that's, that's accumulated on those things? Where is that stored? Who's watching it? How much of that footage is, is watched? That's the other question. How much of it is watched? How many people, you know, who's really keeping their eyes out on it? <clears throat> and could you imagine the kind of interesting <clears throat> short films that could be made with that footage from the vantage point of those little scooters? I once saw this article where they were talking about how just the sheer amount of smart technology that is in neighborhoods these days and it's getting more and more like that well smart it's, it's a clever way it's a it's you know they redefine this in a sense um basically the, they're accessing your information everything that's a smart technology 
is something you have to log into with personal information, whether it's a phone number, whether it's a, an email address, whether it's your home address, whether it's a PayPal account. All of, all of that stuff is then documented. It's documented by these companies who then can go on and sell that information to other companies. And that's why you get these interesting phone calls out of nowhere on your voicemail from these companies you have no idea about. You have no idea who these companies are. It's quite interesting. So imagine sort of a Robin Hood kind of group who decides to hack into that and use it for, for their own good. I don't, I, don't know, I don't yet know what the premise would be, what, 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 what their modus operandi is beyond the point of being able to see what's going on in the neighborhood. Maybe, maybe it's for them to be able to spy on the corporate you know, monsters that are out there, the corporate greed that's happening around the neighborhood, the, um, the evil that's going on in the neighborhood, and they want to expose that, and they want to sort of, because, you know, if you think about it, there's more of us than there are of them. There's more, there are more people there than there are those controlling the people. So, it's, it's, it's 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 crazy when you think about that, huh? When you think about the idea of, um, like you might have a friend who works for a job. You might work for a job where the boss is just unruly. They're terrible. They don't care about the employees. They don't care about the safety of the employees. They're giving you tiny, tiny wages, and they're the CEOs making billions of dollars each year, and. You know, and you think, okay, if everyone quit, how would, you know, what would they do? They're using fear tactics, you see. So I'm imagining just how cool that would be in any way possible for these, for this ragtag group of Robin Hood, so to speak. They're, you know what, I just, I, I have a feeling they're, they're, I mean, they're right here on Earth right now doing this type of stuff. And as more people learn this kind of technology and learn how to do this, they'll do it for good. They're not going to be stealing from one another. They're not going to be stealing from their fellow man, from their fellow um, uh, starving artist or, or single mother or um, um, father who's got five jobs. They're, they're, going, to, they're going to dip more into... <clears throat> they're going to dip more into the, 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 greedy, the greedy folks out there are really trying to squeeze squeeze it out of out of the rest of us you know I think those people are, are going are out there now and they're growing as more people teach that stuff to others it just keeps growing 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 so wow man wow man you know once you get on a roll of talk about your ideas they just start flowing <clears throat> they just start flowing and flowing, flowing and flowing. I've got so many ideas. I've got so many ideas for uh, screenplays. I've got so many ideas. I've got a lot of these ideas written down as for screenplays. And the key now is just to actually write the screenplays. Write it out. Write it out. Maybe it starts as a synopsis first. That's the, that's the thing. It was a synopsis, a bite-sized piece. As they like to say around Halloween time, a fun size, fun size 
candy bar. People still haven't figured out what really, why, how they, how they can get away with calling it fun size. But you know, it's about redefinition. It's about redefinition. We see it all the time. If corporations can redefine how you view something and how you approach something, your attitude towards something, well then guess what? We each have that ability too. We have that. The power's in our hands to redefine how we view certain things. And as the phrase goes, when we change how we view something, when we change our definition of something, it it changes. That's the funny thing. It's the, you know, the, as the old phrase, which comes first, chicken or the egg? Well, it's the same thing. They're both, they're happening simultaneously. So when you choose to redefine how you view something, it in a turn then changes. It changes. It reflects that. We're not uh, as uh, stuck in a me, poor me type of thing as they're leading us to believe. That's just not the case, folks. We are actually in charge. We are, you are in charge. I'm in charge. You're in charge of your destiny. I don't have anything to do with that except me talking to you right now. How am I in charge of that? Um, that's the funny thing about this whole thing is that you actually, you're, you're collaborating with me. You somehow uh, ref- reflected me, this aspect of you. Me, I am an aspect of you. Things that maybe you needed to hear, things that maybe you wanted to hear, things that were necessary for you to hear at this moment in time, for you to make some big life change in your life. And you're going, oh, universe, please grant me some sign, something in my life that gives me the courage to move forward with my passion, that gives me the courage to make this change in my life, to redefine how I view this particular aspect. Maybe you got a friend who's driving you up a wall. Well, we can always leave that friend. There are plenty of friends out there who are accommodating and who want to have an agreement type of relationship, a, a, a collaborative, cooperative kind of relationship. Um, or you can, another aspect is you can redefine how you view that person. You can actually choose to view them as the star child they actually truly are. So, power's in our hands, and maybe this, maybe this step in, in helping out with getting us to realize this, <clears throat> as they say, art reflects life, life reflects art. Maybe part of the key of this is listening to podcasts like this, is uh, uh, making movies that reflect these kinds of attitudes that enable enable the viewers to feel empowered feel more secure in their decisions and following their instincts at the, at the root of it all. We all want to follow our instincts. We want to feel satisfied wherever we're at. We don't want to constantly feel, oh, it's way over there. The thing I need is way over there. I'll be happy once this thing happens. Well, be happy now. And along the way, watch as things evolve for you. Be happy now. You know? Anyway, it's interesting what kind of things can evolve when you're when you're uh, when you're thinking of... Um, 
uh, when you're thinking of one thing and it can lead down a whole direction that you never intended, huh? It's crazy how that works. All right, more on this later. By the way, you're listening to Inspirado Projecto. Kurt, Kurt, did you get a chance to listen to Weed in Amsterdam yet? Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's the newest episode on the Strong Body, Strong Soul podcast. I interviewed some teenage girls at a parade on Saturday, and we were talking about the movie offerings at Kapow Intergalactic Film Festival. Awesome. I'll be there later today to help you out. I'm, gonna, I'm excited to podcast with you a little bit from the festival right now. I'm doing some stuff this morning. I got some stuff to do with the family. But my daughter is making me watch Grey's Anatomy. I am tearing up right now. What the hell? This show is the saddest show in the world. I forgot. Anyway, I'll talk to you later. Bye. That little piece you just heard right there was uh, Maria Humphreys. That was way back in September, actually. I'm just now uh, diving into a lot of the awesome voicemails that were left for me on Anchor that were long a, a, a while ago. I mean, this is like a month ago, so I'm just now getting to them. Uh, I apologize for the late for the lateness here. I'm just now discovering these in my voicemails. A lot of these have been coming through from uh, Maria Humphreys, Man Behind the Machine. I've still got more coming up on the way. Um, the one you just heard was from uh, in relation to the Kapow Intergalactic Film Festival which happened September 13th through the 19th at the Lemley NoHo 7 Theater in uh, the what they call the NoHo Arts District. And uh, boy, oh boy, was it funny. It was such a blast. And so Maria was going out there and interviewing people, just random people, about the titles of the movies and everything and getting their opinions. And... Uh, it's just so sweet of her, so cool of her. If you check out her, she's got a podcast called Strong Body, Strong Soul. If you if you check on Google, Strong Body, Strong Soul, and then you put in Kapow, K-A-P-O-W, or if you put in Kapow Intergalactic Film Festival, you'll you'll hear some great stuff from her. I've also put out some episodes for my Q and A's. I still have more to come. There's still more to come. So keep your ears peeled for that. I think um, probably the next episode will feature that now that I'm thinking about it. I've got so much material that still still needs to be released out there. I've got a wonderful conversation with Mike Schley and Andy Smith. I've got more information from Spencer McCall, uh, from Blythe Baines. Uh, Andy, uh, to rewind here, Mike Schley is a nutritionist. You've heard a lot of his stuff on the podcast. He knows a lot about the Anunnaki, a lot about nutrition. Andy Smith is my old friend from Chicagoland area. He used to work for Disney and uh, used to help out with the Simpsons, actually. And what else here? Oh, yeah, Spencer McCall, he's a director. He directed the movie The Institute, one of my favorite docu- documentaries, The Institute. Just a genius. 
And then uh, Blythe Baines is a musician. She knows she she loves the power of uh, synchronicities, the power of manifestation, and it's just it's just a blast. It's a blast. I've I've come across so many good people. Last episode, you heard me with a convers uh, have a conversation with. with uh, Craig Spivak he's a comedian he wrote a book I actually met him on the subway so thank you everybody who's contributing hey and if you want to contribute if you're on Anchor just send me a voice message I'll include it in my podcast I promise you I'll include it in my podcast you can also send me your you can also send me your audio Your, your interesting findings, whether it's just uh, field recordings, whether it's your baby talking, whether it's your cats purring or eating their food, whether it's your neighbors having a party next door. All that stuff, all that stuff is, 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 uh, is included. It's all possible. So... Yeah, send it on over. Send it to me at Inspirado Projecto, Inspirado Projecto at gmail.com. You can also call me on the hotline. We got a hotline, 561-203-9179. You can call me on there. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. Do it. I want to hear... I want to hear your stuff. I'll put it on the podcast. I want to share it with people. Okay. Thank you so much. Talk to you later. Talk to you later. It's now 44 p.m. It's now 4.44 p.m. November 1st. And, uh... Sound checking. Do a little sound check here. Let's see if we can catch Paulie. I think I hear him rehearsing out here. Paulie's rehearsing out here. You're gonna go with me into the bathroom. I'm gonna go and uh, find a uh, trash can. I'm gonna find a trash can. I'm gonna spit out my gum. Here we go. Here we go. All right, let's go see. See if we can find Paulie outside. Hello. Good, good, good. We're performing at uh, St. Rock in Hermosa, at, in Hermosa Beach tonight. And uh, if you come out here ever, you will see 
wonderful poster thing outside on the wall here. It says, Live Music Lives Here. And there's a picture of uh, Philly on the wall. Philly Ocean. You see the Yachtly Crew drum set in the background. Pretty cool to think that they appreciate us that much to put us on their wall. We have uh, new merch now. Yatley Crew has new merch. Baseball caps. Snapbacks, as one would say. So I'm wearing plenty of merch right now. I have my Yatley Crew t-shirt with the uh, Sailor Dude on it. And then I'm wearing my hoodie with the Sailor Dude on it. And wearing my hat. So there's no mistaking that I am part of Yatley Crew. Or at least a big fan. A croupie, as we like to call them. There's Polly Shores right now. He's got his little, uh, it sounds so good. It's a little saxophone. And it reminds me of the, uh, I'm pretty sure it's the same size that Angela Moore played on the 311 cruise. Tiny little saxophone. And he was, uh, on the 311 cruise, he was like bouncing on his kneecap. It was pretty cool. Polly, is this the same kind of saxophone that, uh, Angela Moore was playing on the 311 cruise? There it is, the sweet sounds. Ooh. Boy. Would have expected. Would have expected this. Sounds so good. It sounds so good. You'd never think that such a tiny little saxophone would have such a wonderful sound to it. Yeah. Where's your picture up there? Should show a good uh, picture of you uh, with the bass. You're on the flyer here next. Like yeah, you're in the flyer. January. I am. Yeah. How it's do you in know? The bathroom. It's, in the it's, in the it's inside yeah. the urinal. Check it out. Oh. You pee on his face in the urinal. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> target. Here's the target. Really? Staff, and if they didn't have everybody transposing, people would have to have like 
because what I mean by staff is you have the every good boy does fine, EGBDF, that f those five lines of the musical staff, which all professional orchestral players read. That's just how music's been passed down over the years. Um, and uh, like flute players are already playing like five or six lines above that. Oh. So if you didn't transpose it, tuba players would have to be playing the way they transpose is like they wouldn't even be on the clef. So they have to like... I think Why don't they just change the clef though instead of changing the instrument? They do. Trombone plays. Trombones yeah. do that. And bassoons do that. Some 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 older instruments like trombones. <laughs> remember, you know what the uh, original uh, name of the, like the the prehistoric trombone was? What was it? The sack butt. The sack butt. Uh, the sack butt. Uh -huh. Interesting. Look it up on the internet. Sack butt. Who who is? Do you know who the inventor uh, yeah, of that someone, name is? Some name, obviously, of somebody's last name. Oh oh, someone. Like Lorenzo Sackbutt or something. Oh, I don't know. Gotcha. Uh, I'm just making up names. Let's call it trombone. The saxophone so. is named after some. Uh, I think it was German or French. Adolf Sax. Oh. That was his name. And then the original, Interesting. the name, actually you see this part written, you see this written on bassoon parts. Uh, a bassoons are known as the F-A-G-G-O-T-T. -T. Really? Fagot. That's really? how you pronounce bassoon. Yeah, that's like the original, like in German or whatever, wherever the bassoon was invented. Interesting. Obviously they were like, we need to come up with a different name for this. Yes. So just yeah. call it the bassoon, not the fagot yeah. in, in, in English. Like do re me. So what do you fat. want to be to some sixth grade middle school kid? What do you want to play in the orchestra? Yeah. I want to play the faggot, daddy. I'll play. G -G -O -T. I want to play that big log looking thing with the metal like bong coming out of it. And it's called the faggot. Hey, uh, it's not okay to say the that. The faggot. What? It's 2019. What? Oh my this gosh. It's the name of the bassoon. Yeah. The fagot. What? I don't know. That sounds like the goat. That sounds like a goat that sings. It's like Tommy Bowie does not endorse the use of that what word. What are you insinuating? To say. What are you insinuating, Tommy? That I was trying to make a racial slur? Well, it's not racial. No, it's a. Oh, sorry. Uh, it's uh, a gayshal slur. Yes. No, it's not. A, I'm sorry. It's okay. a gayshal slur. To those uh, members uh, out there in Radioland, the ears that are all listening, I apologize if that was taken in any uh, malevolent way. Stating facts. Uh, stating facts. I did not need mean to, to single out or 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 perpetuate any class or any person. Any like I believe in love for all humanity. Like Jesus, Jesus Christ loved everybody. Yeah. So, so no, I'm sorry. Amen. I was I was just making a bassoon joke. I apologize well, if that was taken. Let's just cut this in, out of the in podcast. Any so. wrong what? way? Why? I'm being honest. I think it, I think it's just uh, interesting how just certain remember, words. Just remember that 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 love is created by these simple words. Massacring the uh, the uh, the beautiful the careless whisper this, massacre. Yeah, yeah. This is known as the careless whisper massacre. That is good. Sounds like there's a giant stomping around in there. The giant of Yacht Rock. Am I on Inspirato Projecto right yeah. now? Yeah. Oh, That's Two, what I was... Three. Four. Inspirato Projecto. That's good. That is good in the hood. In the hood of Hermosa. Hey, I like how people call up to your podcast and leave comments. There's, what's the number you. that you can call? N uh, 
five six one two zero three nine one seven nine or so I could call five six one two zero three nine one seven nine one seven nine and I could call that number and I could and I could say this let's let's do this we can call it oh this is good this is like a fractal yes so it's five six one two zero you put the mirrors together and you see down the hall of mirrors yeah you know what I mean that's exactly one mirror in front of it five six one two zero three nine one seven nine a message we're gonna leave a message and then it'll be it'll actually we'll put that message right after this it will be meta hi inspirado projecto this is yachtly crew this is yachtly crew this is us and we are oh oh, oh, there it is oh i see oh yeah it'll have my message on it forgot about that we jumped the gun we jumped the gun it happens when you talk to celebrities you get nervous and twitter pated by the way, it's about five seconds till they yell at us to come do some sound check time. Oh, like yeah. We're, like, we're it's like the life of a rock star. It is. Here we go. Man, go you get a lot of calls. Like, this is like the hotline. That's right. You've reached the official Insider Projecto hotline. Leave your UFO abduction stories, dreams, synchronicities, riffs, philosophical meanderings, any sort of epiphany. Leave it at the beep, and guess what? We'll put it onto the podcast for you. Thank you so much for your participation. Here it is. Look yep. at that. Uh, hi, this is Yali Crew. This is Yali Crew. We're busking on the side of Pacific Coast Highway. Yep, in Hermosa Beach. Ooh. It's an abduction song. Watch out, everybody. Watch out. Are we in Roswell? Oh, boy. Here sure. we go. Watch out. Watch out. Standing in front of St. Rock, the patron saint of Yacht Rock. We decided uh, we want to make a fractal, a meta-fractal. This will actually be put on to the segment right after the segment we're recording. So how crazy is that? So the people here can actually hear me talking on it in the podcast. And then they'll hear it. Yeah. The other side of it. Yeah, the whole other side of it. They won't be able to escape it. Ooh, that's good. We're like bending the fractals of time right now. We absolutely are. It's inescapable. We're standing on the precipice. It's like standing on the edge of a black hole. That's good. Here it is. Look
Hey, my friend, check it out. I have a granddaughter that will be two in February, and she thinks you have a hit on your hands. She loves it. She's rocking out to it right now. She really digs it. I had to play it like seven times. She sat there and shook her booty and tried to sing it. And yeah, I'm afraid you have a hit on your hands, my friend. I don't know what you're going to have to do with this kind of fandom, but I think, I think, wow. <laughs> I just wanted to let you know there's a fan. There's a big fan in my house. Wow, that is amazing to hear. Awesome Sauce Radio. Oh, my God. That's so crazy. The the song. Okay, so the song that she's referring to and what you just heard is I made Maria Humphreys from Strong Body, Strong Soul. I made her a theme song. So if you ever, if you, uh, when you're done with this episode or even if you just want to go right now, if you go to Strong Body, Strong Soul podcast, you can hear the song that I created for Maria Humphreys. And apparently, apparently, Awesome Sauce Radio started playing that song for, for, her, uh, for her granddaughter, and her granddaughter enjoys it. Folks, sometimes we never know the kind of artistic creations that we make and how they will affect the populace. It's astounding, isn't it? Isn't it brilliant when you think about that? Wow, we just have no idea how it's going to affect the world or the future of America, in this case. And she said she's got to keep playing the song. <laughs> she's got to keep playing it. And the little one is listening to it. Oh, man. Wow, I just love it. I, this, you know, this inspires me to tell you to investigate stuff that you've created, whether it's poems, short stories, prose, whatever you, whatever you got, songs, and put them up on your podcast. Offer the world the opportunity to be inspired by it. There's most likely something that you have to say in something you've created that will then trigger an idea, response, an inspiration within someone to, to then create something. How miraculous is that? What a, what a great idea when you think about that. Wow. Wow, man. The love cruise yeah. resolves issues. Hey, um, this is just this, this from the FDA, the Federal Drug and Food Administration. Mm -hmm. um, say no to crack. That's right. Say straight. Say no to say it. No to straight. It. Oh, there it is. Um, 
Taylor Hawkins is uh, showing us a moon, full moon, half moon, a uh, crescent moon. You don't have in-ears, Paul? I can't hear you now. You can't, okay, Paul needs my vocals to come up in his in-ears, please. You can hear. So two, 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 two. Paul's in-ears, lead vocal. Two, 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 two. Two, two. Call it out, Paul. Two, two. He's not hearing me at all in his in-ears. Lead vocal needs to go into Paul's in-ears. Okay, that's good. Down, please. Too loud now. Two, 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 two. Is that a good volume, Paul? Down more, down more, down more. Good, right there. Thank you. Yeah. And Philly, could you, Philly, if what? could you ask him if, if we could do a test with his vocals coming through here, please? Yeah, one second, okay? He's okay. just working with him with Paul. Right gotcha, gotcha. You got it. Hey, Thank you. You better believe it. You better believe it. Thank you. Thank you. He can't hear it. That's too loud. This is one of those uh, sound checks. We're going through a sound check. Hold on. He's working on Paul's ears. Maybe a little bit more. You're hitting yours too? So whatever you're touching is also turning it up in Rob's ears right there, Chris. Well, when you were just adjusting Paul's saxophone, it... Rob was saying it was going up in his mix. Is that because, Arturo, is that because we put, you put them on eight instead of putting it on three? Um, no, I just put it there because it was working for it. That's because that's coming through Paul's sacks. I know that. So where is, which one is his ears? Paul's ears. It's supposed to be. Right now, I'm pretty sure it's eight, but it's supposed to be something else. It's supposed to be five. And because it's on eight, it won't overlap with anything else. It shouldn't be overlapping with anything else. That's a pass like that on the console. Hey, Willie. Yeah. So, Chris is saying we're getting a hum through Paul's saxophone mic. Yeah, I know. That's what we want to be turning it on. We might, we might need to switch a cable on. If them, it sounds like a cable hum. So, sax. Getting an exclusive like behind, behind the scenes. I recognize that. Uh, 60 hertz. I love it. It hoits, it hoits. Oh, I like that, uh, the 25 minutes you did with uh, Willie and Oh, thank you. Thank you. I love the fact that they geeked out about the there sound. You know, it was like, it was so great. Man. It was so incredible. No, thank you, thank you. I didn't, man. I was just like, you learned something through K-Cut? That's right. That's right. That's right. What the heck was it that I? 
Oh, yeah, yeah, it was on the soundboard. Something with the soundboard, I think. Yeah, because I think, uh, God, I would love to have you guys in the studio sometime. When I brought Phil's vocal up in Paul's ears, did it make your ears? Two, two. Hey, 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 hey. When you brought my vocal up in Paul's ears, did it affect Rob's? Yeah. Two, two. Hey, hey, check, check. Two, two. Two, two. Hey, no, he was only talking about Paul's mic, Paul's saxophone. Right, but not my. He didn't say anything about my vocals. Two, two. Check, check. Two. Phil's buckle down in Paul's ears. Two, two, Paul, Paul, Paul. Check, check. Okay, it went down in Paul's ears just now. Didn't affect yours though, Rob. No, I still hear him. You could might be able to hear him when I'm bringing it up, possibly blowing it because he was standing over by the overhead of one of the audience mics. I got you some of the audience mics. Two, two. It's part of the charm. This is part of the charm of... Great. What's next? What do we need to do now? Sound check. Are you guys changing out that cable? Yeah. Okay, sweet. Thank you. I think they're changing the cable on the sax right now, though. So what do we? I turn the audience mics down, Rob. Okay. And Bob, actually, I turn them off in your ears, and let's see what that does. It's not affecting the vocal. Hey. Two. We will. Uh, we will get back to more of this later. So this really demented idea just popped into my brain. Someone who's so enthralled with olden times that they, um, maybe it's a chemist, I don't know, someone who's just got a criminal mind, someone who's just a villainous mind, decides to bring leprosy back into the mainstream. I don't know if they, you know, start... Leaving himself a note. I don't know if they, I don't know if they, if it's a, they turn into a vaccination under the guise of a different, you know, thing, different intention. I don't know if it's something that they put into, you know, like some, or the water, Maybe they have a bottling company where they put it in their fruit juice. <laughs> but something, or maybe it's in chemtrails. If you drink apple juice, you're going to get wrecked. That's right. You're going to have your limbs fall off by at least 4 a.m. <laughs> it's a we promise an eight-hour turnaround for each limb. Well, that's, okay. very, that's very macabre. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Every once in a while. Every once in a while. I always like to say that the uh, world is lucky that I'm one of the good guys.
what you may or may not have realized, that was Paulie Shores from Yachtly Crew practicing his saxophone solo for Taking It to the Streets. What an incredible mastermind that guy is. You, you just tell him, you put him into a direction, say, play the saxophone. He figures it out, and man alive, that guy, note for note, note for note. You can hear him as he's ironing out the wrinkles. It's always important for us to hear the process here, folks. It's always important. Geniuses, uh, you know, when we, when we hear what they got going on and we see what they got going on, rarely are we offered a peek into the process, the process, if you will, of what they went through to get to where they're at. Rarely do we get a chance to look at those seeds that were planted and the way that they ended up growing into the blossoming fruits, the fruits of their labor, the fruits of their labor. So there you go, you get a glimpse into the mastermind of Pauly Shores, my surrogate brother, and Yatley Crew. Thank you so much for listening, folks. If you want to send in any of your own audio, please, I implore you, please participate, participate. Send in. Send in your audio. I will play it on this on this uh, podcast. You can email me, inspiratoprojecto at gmail.com. You can call into the hotline, 561-203-9179-er. Um, you know, participate, because then I get to share you with the world. If you got a song, say me a song. You can email me. Email, email me that song. If you got quick poetry, if you got some fun little sentiments that you want want me to share, call up the hotline. Do it. Do it. I look forward to it. All right, that's it for tonight. Uh, for today's uh, it's Brado Projecto. Look forward to talking to you later. <laughs>